Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your Hello life Hello and welcome better. to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. Well, we're going to call this Take Two. I recorded the whole episode and the audio went bad on the first one, so we're going to redo it here and hopefully this one comes out great and doesn't have those same issues. So by the topic, you can see that today we're going to talk about biologics and I see so many questions come up about, should I take this? Should I not take this? What's the alternative to taking this? And it's really hard because there isn't a specific alternative to a biologic that we can say, this is going to work for you. This is going to work for you. This is going to work for everybody else. So it's something that you have to determine if it's right for you. And then also you have to remember that for a lot of times I see people as they approach taking a biologic, they're in so much pain and they want relief so bad that they jump into that biologic. And if it doesn't work, they're crushed. You have to make sure that you just understand that this is just maybe one of many biologics you'll try. There's no specific test that says, this is the right one for you, take this one. So you kind of have to just take it, see in six months or so if it's working. Could You could know within a couple shots, or it could take up to six months. Again, there's no way to know for sure which way it's going to work for you. So I was looking around, and I saw on the National Axial Spondyl Arthritis Society's website, now this website is out of England, so some of the things we talk about are going to be specific to the UK and might not be something you would use or hear about here in the United States or, or anywhere else, but the bulk of the information is applicable no matter where you are to axial spondyl arthritis. And so let's talk about biologics, and again, this is not a pro, everybody has to take biologics. That's a decision that you have to make for yourself, but it is good to be aware of them, aware of why they're administered the way they are, why they uh, work the way they do. And so hopefully this will help out as you approach that discussion with your rheumatologist. Again, I'll have a link to this page in the show notes, and you'll want to go there because there is kind of a neat video also that talks about the biologics and how they work and goes into a little more of a visual presentation for you. So again, biologic therapies, and they call this discover the role of biologic therapy in managing axial spondyloarthritis. So they go off and start about saying, well, what is a biologic therapy and how has it changed the way that axial spondyloarthritis is managed? Well, a biologic, unlike uh, medications like, uh, you know, ibuprofen or naproxen, anything like that, um, those are small chemical agents. Biologic medicines are a complex protein that is built or created, slow down the progression to attack the things that are attacking us. So biologic medicines are manufactured within a living system and target specific molecules that are believed to be involved in axial spondyloarthritis. They're made up of genetically engineered proteins and they're complex and large. And that describes why they're administered by an injection versus a pill. But that is starting to change. And I think there's one that came out for rheumatoid arthritis that's showing some promise for axial spondyloarthritis and is in a pill form. The most common forms are called monoclonal antibodies. Uh, this gives the drugs names their 
MAB ending. Most biologics are designed to block specific aspects of the immune system and can be thought of as a targeted therapy. Um, because these therapies are proteins, they do not work as tablets and have to be given as injections into the skin. Biologics are made up of genetically engineered proteins from living organisms. They're very large, as I said, and very complex. And they work by blocking, like I said, aspects of the immune system to slow down the attack on your joints and spine. So let's take a look at a biologic medicine versus a pharmaceutical medicine. Biologics are very large and complex medicines. They're made through a biologic process. Uh, because they're so large and complex, copies can never be identical, and their copies are known as biosimilars. Pharmaceutical medicines, on the other hand, they're smaller with a less complex structure. They're made through a chemical process. Exact copies can be made by using the same chemical components and processes. And then copies, they're called generics. So, you know, when you go into your pharmacy and they say, do you want the generic version of this? You know you're getting basically the same medicine. The inert subject in the medicine might be a little bit different, but the actual medicine part that you need will be the same, whether it's a generic or a name brand. So when can biologic therapies be used? Well, many people with axial spondyloarthritis, you know, they might not need biologic therapies because they're able to manage their condition well with a combination of physiotherapy, NSAIDs, and diet. There are many that do it that way, but that's not applicable to everybody. And you can follow the same exact thing that uh, somebody else has followed that's having success with it, and you won't. So that's where the biologics come in. However, some people still have active or progressive symptoms despite these treatments, and they may require biologic therapies to help to, again, bring it under control. Your rheumatologist, consultant, or nurse might talk to you about a biologic therapy if you've tried NSAIDs, but you feel they aren't helping you. You're not able to take NSAIDs because they cause problems with your stomach or other medical conditions. You still have high pain levels and stiffness, which are thought to be due to inflammation from your axial spondyloarthritis, or your axial spondyloarthritis is a big impact on your life. It might be affecting your ability to work or even just have a good quality of life, be able to enjoy life. Biologic therapies can only be prescribed by a consultant rheumatologist. Your GP cannot offer it to you. If you're not under the care of a rheumatologist, do ask your GP to refer you. Then there's a National Institute of Health and Care Excellence in the UK, and they've produced written national guidelines about prescribing anti-TNF therapies and anti-IL-17A uh, that must be followed. Your rheumatologist will advise you if you meet the criteria for biologic therapies and are they safe for you. Again, that's written about the UK, but again, it's going to apply wherever you're at. Your GP, your rheumatologist, everybody should be knowing that a biologic therapy is good or not good for you. You may not be suitable for biologic therapy if you've had tuberculosis, TB in the past. Your rheumatology or nurse will test you for TB before prescribing a biologic. You've had recent repeated or serious infections or at a very high risk for infections. You'll have multiple sclerosis. This applies to anti-TNF therapies. I don't know if it applies to IL-17As but anti-DNFs could be out if you have MS. You've had cancer within the past five years. You have heart failure. Your pain is due to causes other than inflammation. All of those may, they don't mean you will, but they may mean that you aren't able to use a biologic. So again, consult your doctor. Biologic therapies, they're available to treat axial spondyloarthritis, and there's a lot of them. The current biologics licensed for axial spondyloarthritis and approved by NICE target one of two specific inflammatory molecules, namely TNF and IL-17A. 
both work by reducing the abnormal inflammation produced by the body. There are more drugs currently in development and going through clinical trials which target these and other pathways, which should be available in the future if effective and safe. So again, there's stuff being looked at, stuff being studied, and I can only hope that it continues to expand as the number of people with this condition are you know, diagnosed more and more every year. So first, let's look at anti-TNF therapy. Well, anti-TNF therapy is used to treat a range of inflammatory conditions, including non-radiographic axial spondyloarthritis, ankylosing spondylitis, as well as other conditions such as inflammatory bowel disease, rheumatoid arthritis, and psoriasis. These treatments interfere with the action of the protein called tumor necrosis factor, which is overactive in people with inflammatory arthritis, including axial spondyloarthritis. Too much TNF can cause inflammation and damage to bones, cartilage, and tissue. So an anti-TNF therapy blocks the action of TNF and can reduce the amount of inflammation present in your body and joints. Anti-TNF medications that are currently available include things like Humira and its Emeraldi and all of its variants, and they're self-administered by an injection pen device. Things like Simsia, which again is also a self-injecting device, Enbrel, and its variants, biosimilars, that again, like others, are self-administered with an injection pen or a pre-filled syringe you can get as well. Symphony is available. That's usually done with a self-injecting pen, and it's usually a once-a-month dose. And then there's Remicade and Inflectra and their biosimilar versions, which are administered by an infusion. That's often done in a clinic, and for those, it could be that you get a dose every six to eight weeks, depending upon your reaction to the medication. On the other side is the anti-IL-17As. These are a bit newer, and the anti-IL-17TA therapy is unapproved currently by NICE to treat non-radiographic axial spondyloarthritis and ankylosing spondylitis. Now, that may have changed. I think this is from 2020, 2021. They may not have updated it. Again, that's for UK. Obviously, in the United States, it's, it's a different situation. So the IL-17A, it works by neutralizing the activity of that protein in the body. IL-17A is a key protein in the skin inflammation and psoriasis. Research has shown that people with axial spondyloarthritis have very high levels of IL-17A in their body, and that that IL-17A plays a very important role in causing the inflammation associated with axial spondyloarthritis. So by decreasing this, the biologic reduces the inflammation in your body and joints. Cosentix and Stelera are the two of the anti-IL-17A medications available right now. And I'm on Cosentix. I tell everybody I've been on it for almost five years now, and it works well for me. So how do biologic therapies, you know, help? Well, we kind of discussed some of this, but biologic therapies work to reduce, again, inflammation in your body, and that means you should get less pain as a byproduct of that inflammation going down. There should be less stiffness and the ability for you to have more movement. Hopefully, this will mean you can get moving better in the morning. It'll be easier to do any daily activities, exercise more, and sleep better. In short, biologic therapy should give you a better quality of life. That's the key there is they're really trying to slow that progression, stop it, so that you get a better quality of life. Now, it's still important to continue with regular exercise. So when you're taking a treatment, that doesn't mean you stop the nutrition, the exercise, things of that nature. Those are still key components of tackling AS. Biologic therapy cannot reverse any damage or fusion of the spine and sacroiliac joints that's already occurred. So if you've had that fusion take place 
and you take a biologic, you say, well, it's not helping, it's not helping. Well, it's probably slowing the progression, but it's also unmasking and allowing certain areas that you may not have noticed the pain are now very painful to you, but that's not the biologic not working. That's that it can't undo damage that's already done. So one of the things they're looking at is as they do more research on this, they're hoping that they can see an improvement for people with, you know, just overall quality of life from using the biologics. And there's also some evidence that biologic therapies may prevent new bone formation in the long term. If the inflammation's down, then the chance of the bone growth go down as well. So they hope to see more evidence of this over the years as they continue to study people who've had long-term use of biologics. It appears that people generally tolerate these treatments well, but occasionally have to stop them due to side effects. And again, your rheumatologist is going to be your point of contact on this. You're going to want to let them know everything that goes on with you as far as things that you think may be associated with the biologic. Unfortunately, not everyone with axial spondyloarthritis, you know, is going to respond to the biologic treatments. That's understandable. That happens. And I hope that's not you, but just always be prepared. The reasons for this are still not fully known and cannot be clearly predicted in advance. It is thought that approximately eight people out of every 10 will have meaningful response justifying ongoing use. People who do not respond sufficiently, you know, and again, it can take three to six months to know that it's working for you or not working, or who get serious side effects, will usually be recommended to stop their biologic therapy. If it is safe and appropriate to do so, your rheumatologist may suggest putting you on another biologic therapy. So, you know, again, I'm Talk about biologics because it's such a big and somewhat controversial topic for everyone with AS. Only you can decide if it's right for you. So you have to determine, hey, is this medicine going to give me or hopefully give me the quality of life that I want? The only way to know is to take it. You're not always going to respond to it. There's always stories you're going to find about people that have had reactions to it. So you always want to take into account those, but again, don't let it scare you away. The self-injection is very easy to do. And so talk to your rheumatologist. If you've not, or if they've talked to you about these biologic therapies, get more familiar with them. Watch this video that is on the link to the show and see if it's, again, if it's a right tool for you to use towards your treatment of axial spondyloarthritis. With that, I thank you so much for listening. Hope everyone has a wonderful week, and I'll see you next week.